I was interested in learning more about our well water from a soil management perspective. How much fertilizer nutrient supply are we getting from the wells? How much liming? So, um, okay, come on. So, UNL, together with the NRDs and the Nebraska Department of Environment, Environment and Energy, uh, sampled 642 wells this summer and had them analyzed for something like 22 or 23 different properties. Um, for the state as a whole, and I'll get to results specific for Eastern Nebraska, but when you apply 10 acre inches, how much do you apply relative to the removal and 200 bushels of corn grain harvest? Well, 100% uh, of the wells supplied sufficient calcium and chloride, 93% magnesium, 73% of the wells supplied sufficient sulfur, 20% for potassium, 16% for manganese or molybdenum, 7% for boron, and then none for phosphorus, but a few wells for zinc, copper, and iron. 70% of the wells supplied enough limine effect to neutralize acidification with 200 pounds of fertilizer nitrogen. Most wells have less than 4.4 parts per million nitrate nitrogen, but 25% are above 10 parts per million. And there's relatively low nutrient and lime supply in sand hills, but high for wells of less than 100 foot depth. I'll be reporting the results by NRD, but we also did some work to look at the results by well categories, where we had different 11 different categories based on the aquifer, the geology, and the depth. And looking at Eastern Nebraska, um, all the, the circles are different types of high plains aquifer wells, but differing in geology and depth. So including these blue ones and red ones. The orange diamonds are from the Maha Dakota aquifer. And then we also have wells in Paleo valleys, that is, that is ancient valleys. There's no sign of a valley now. We've since then had a lot of geological transformations, including glaciation, lustus deposition, erosion, etc. But one of the paleo valley wells was here in Saunders County in the Todd Valley, um, you know, a relatively recent paleo valley compared to. Uh, these green ones, which are very ancient. Much of the data is presented in whisker box diagrams, where you'll see on the bottom axis, the x-axis, that we have the NRDs listed, and on the y-axis, we have the values for the given property. 50% of the observations occur in the box, and 25% occur with a whisker above and a whisker below. X is the average for the NRD. The horizontal line in the box is the median, where 50% of the observations are above and 50% are below. The average is typically higher than the median because it's very much influenced by high values. And then we have the circles, which are considered outliers statistically for the NRD. The real values 
but they're not values that we expect. Here we are looking at well depth. So we have um, depth in feet on the, the y-axis going up to 700 feet. Uh, some wells over 600 feet here. Look at the color bar here. Orange is for the NRDs that were considered to be part of Eastern. So Little Blue, Little Big Blue, Lewis and Clark, Lower Elkhorn, Lower Platte North, Lower Platte South, Nemaha, Popular Missouri River, and Upper Big Blue. Um, we see a quite a bit of variation in depth. The yellow indicates a depth of less than 103 feet. And the, the black indicates a depth of greater than 300 feet. Uh, we see that uh, for Eastern, we're uh, maybe about average overall uh, for the state, um, or maybe a little bit less than average. Uh, the wells in yellow are mostly associated, that is the shallow wells, are associated with um, alluvial aquifers, especially the Platte uh, Valley in Central Platte and uh, Lower Platte North, but also some here in uh, Papua, Missouri, which are probably associated with um, the uh, Elkhorn River Valley. And these generally, as I said before, have higher nutrient concentrations. We did look at ammonium nitrogen in the water, but there's very little and generally below Concentrations were generally below the reliable detection levels. Uh, and so here we see results for nitrate. Now in the diagrams, we report pounds and 10 acre inches of the actual nutrient that is nitrogen in this case. And that's determined by multiplying parts per million by 2.265. For most of our NRDs, on average, we're you know, not so high as compared to some of the others like in South Central here. Um, but, um, but there's still you know, plenty of cases that are above 10 parts per million. So the yellow here, uh, the dots, yellow dots are less than 1.3 parts per million nitrate. And the black dots are above 11.5% or parts per million, sorry. We don't get much supply of phosphorus, zinc, or iron and copper, as you see in these diagrams. In some cases, there's significant supply, such as of zinc, with some wells in the lower big blue, and uh, iron with wells in some wells, a few wells, not most of them, but some in Lima Hall and Papua, Missouri, and um, some significant copper supply with Lower Platte North and Lower Platte South. Again, the majority of the wells supply very little, but there are some that uh, are supplying more nutrient than needed. So if we look at this more closely, um, there's quite a bit of variation in our y-axis. Here the values range from 0 to uh, 0 0.05 for copper. It's compared to 0 to 1.2 for phosphorus. And then we look at how much is removed in the grain. So 35.6% of phosphorus. So 
we're not coming anywhere near with any of the wells with phosphorus supplied from irrigation water. 0.174 zinc, 0.43 iron, 0.0144 copper. With manganese, molybdenum, uh, even boron and chloride, we do get some more significant supply. So 23% of the wells that were sampled in Eastern supply more manganese in 10 acre inches than is removed in the harvest of 200 bushels of corn. It's true for 5% for molybdenum, just 3% supply enough for boron but 100% for chloride. And we see with chloride, our, um, where our left-hand axis goes up to 250 pounds of chloride applied in 10 acre inches. Um, but with quite a bit of variation across the wells. But the thing is, grain harvest removes very little chloride. So all the wells were supplying more chloride in 10 acre inches and probably even in five acre inches than with potassium is, is of great interest generally uh, but relatively low levels in eastern Nebraska compared to central and western Nebraska. I don't know why that is if we look at our soil which is of course well above where the aquifer is um, it has minerals, you know, that, you know, supply a lot of potassium, but um, the water is not supplying very much with the eastern wells. Only 4% of the wells supply greater than 28.4 pounds of potassium in 10 acre inches. That is the amount that's removed in 200 bushels of corn. And you see a lot of yellow dots for parts per million of potassium, you know, it's you know, less than five parts per million. Whereas farther west here, south central, we see some much, much higher levels. I'm presenting the results for calcium here, but these apply to magnesium to some extent because the distribution of the concentrations is highly correlated. All of the wells in eastern Nebraska supply enough calcium to exceed that removed in 200 bushels of corn with 10 acre inches applied, and mostly with five acre inches applied as well. Um, we don't have uh, much with uh, Sandhills wells in what I consider the eastern part of the state, but something for producers who might be doing work in the Sandhills, a concern is a drop in pH and aluminum toxicity, including in the subsoil. Well, the excess calcium that's applied with irrigation, although it's not very much with sandhills wells, it's far more than is removed in harvest, but that calcium is in solution and moves down through the surface soil into the subsoil to displace that aluminum that causes toxicity, which is then leached out. So that's another potential benefit of irrigation. Sulfur so of much interest, and 95% of the wells sampled in eastern Nebraska supply greater than 13.6 pounds of sulfur in 10 acre inches. Um, but if you're only putting on five acre inches on average, which would be more typical of the southeast, uh, only 32% of the 
but even even for those wells, you know, it's something significant. It supplements the soil supply, and most important with sulfur as well as chloride and boron, these are anions, so they are easily leached, is that you're applying these nutrients when the crop needs them. Lime is of much interest. Now to interpret the results, consider that it takes about 340 pounds of ag lime, that's 60% effective, to neutralize the acidification effect of 200 pounds of fertilizer nitrogen. And we do get acidification with biological nitrogen fixation by soybean and other legumes as well. Um, if you look at the diagram, uh, you know, a lot of ag lime equivalent is being applied. We're going up to 3,000 pounds per 10 acre inches uh, on our x-axis. And um, um, like Lewis and Clark, for instance, about 12 uh, on average, the average is close to 15, over 1400 pounds lime equivalent applied in 10 acre inches. So the lime effect with 10 acre inches applied was greater than 340 pounds of ag lime for 88% of the wells. Um, if you're putting on only five acre inches, um, on average, uh, it's sufficient with just 12% of the wells. Sodium is not an essential nutrient. The crops don't need it. But it has implications for soil properties, especially aggregate stability. The sodium, if it's too high in the soil, cause the aggregates to break that when the soil is wet, it's slippery. When it's dry, it gets to be hard and water infiltration is greatly reduced. We look at sodium relative to the calcium and magnesium ratio and calculate the sodium adsorption ratio or the SAR. So if you have more calcium and magnesium uh, in the soil, the effect of the sodium is reduced. None of the wells sampled in Eastern had problematic levels with um, SAR or salinity, which I'll get to in, uh, next. The salinity is indicated by the electrical conductivity. And um, um, as, as I said, there are no problems here with the wells in, that were sampled. I put sampled wells in bold because there probably were wells that were drilled in the Dakota aquifer that um, were high in sodium adsorption ratio and or salinity, which were not, are not now being used for irrigation because of that problem. So they you know, would not be represented by the sampling. So to conclude, for Eastern Nebraska, Irrigation supply in 10 acre inches is greater than removal in 200 bushels of corn harvest uh, for 100% of the wells for calcium, magnesium, and chloride. 95% of the wells for sulfur. And if you apply just 35 acre inches on average, 32% uh, of the wells supply more sulfur than is removed. 
Not much for potassium as compared to the rest of the state, just 4% of the wells. And a, quite a few supply a significant amount of manganese. Um, for boron, zinc, copper, iron, and molybdenum, we get some well supply sufficient amounts to maintain the balance, but mostly not. The limine neutralizes acidification of um, 200 pounds of fertilizer nitrogen for 88% of the wells with 10 acre inches. Most wells in Eastern were less than 4.3 parts per million nitrates, so a little bit lower than the average for the state. Uh, and but 24% were above 10 parts per million. Salinity and sodium of little concern for sampled wells, but again, uh, there could be those wells that are not being used for irrigation because of problems. So we saw that there are patterns of high and low concentrations, but there's much variation within short distances. Therefore, um, these results can guide you, but you probably want to test your, your own wells, uh, either individual wells or groups of similar wells to optimize nutrient and soil management. And this, testing, this testing frequency uh, might only be once in 15 or 20 years because we don't expect the properties to change much. We're talking about a very low investment with the opportunity for significant savings in fertilizer and lime use. We suggest using both the water information and the soil test information and in making decisions on fertilizer and lime use, which should be according to the University of Nebraska guidelines. Watch for an extension circular to be published soon, which gives a detailed reporting of these results. And for any of you who might actually be interested in the data set, it is published. And uh, send me an email and I'll send you the link to it.